0: is the Bad Reputation Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes on your smartphone or tablet. Featuring the most up-to-date reputation management, social media, and entrepreneurial information on the web. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins Official. And now, the host of Bad Reputation, the Reputation Rockstar, Todd Collins. In three... Two, one.
1: Super excited to have Hope Seidel, a.k.a. Hope Zilla, which some people like me. Some people (laughs) are against that name, but I love that name. Hope, thank you for being on the podcast.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: I'm excited. I I, am super excited because we tried to nail this down a few days ago and it just kept like, you're so busy.
2: It's hard to nail anything down. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so
1: like to even be able to lock you down for like 40 minutes, maybe a little longer for, for people to kind of hear your story and everything else like that. Um, I, I'm just, I, I'm honored. Um, we used to do Hope and I, when she actually used to work with us and, uh, she, we, her and I did a vlog together, a video blog. So it was super fun. <laughs> um, I was like twice the weight back then, but so the camera was a lot wider, but, um, it, it was, it was fun because we, we got to do so many cool things. Like we got to talk, we, we talked about reputation management, but what we really talked about is, you know, what was happening that day, yeah. you know, in our, in the, in our world. And we both sometimes have, you know, contradictory opinions about, you know, our views, but I think there's an also, there's a common respect there too. From a standpoint of like, yeah, I can see it from your side. You know what? You've, you've changed my opinion on that. And that's something that I respect about you is that you stand by your opinions.
2: It was also fun to like see different opinions. And that's always a way to like learn how to deal with people too, because right. we talked about social media in the present day and how that affects us in our lives in different ways because of our different opinions. Yeah. So that was really interesting considering the tumultuous tides of social media. Yeah. back <laughs> And yeah, last year it
1: was crazy. So it, 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 it seems like it's maybe maybe mild out a little bit. Of course, now this, this room. And bar things happening,
2: oh, right? So this—I
1: won't get you started. <laughs>
2: Don't get me started. I
1: won't get you started. No, no, we'll no. leave the politics and the religion and everything else out of that. But but let's let's talk about um, let's talk about some of the stuff that you're doing now. So a lot's changed in I would say probably the last what six months for you, somewhere around there. Yeah. You 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 were working with us, and I always could feel the entrepreneurial spirit within you. And I, well, I, and I it was knew strong
2: with well, this one. it was, yeah, the force
1: <laughs> was strong. And I, I always knew that there was going to be a day where my little bird was going to leave the nest, tweet, tweet. leave her old man behind <laughs> and, and go out and do spectacular things. And it has been so cool yeah. to watch, you know, what you've been doing. And, um, I remember you coming to me and and I I don't even know if it was maybe like you I don't know if you really asked me anything. I think it was more of you were just using me as a sounding board. And I and I just remember just saying, dude, just go and get it. And you and that's what you did. Yeah. So let let's touch on the first thing. The one thing that I really, really love following is is be more bigs Yeah. I know that girls strong, women strong, girl power. This is this is something that because you're a small package, but dude, you are like a nuclear bomb. Yeah. with, with, with what you do from a power standpoint. So, so so tell me a little bit about Be more Bates.
2: So like we mentioned, we were talking a lot about what was happening in the social scene about a year ago. And I was very passionate about it. There were a lot of things that I liked, a lot of things that I didn't like. And I saw a hole. I saw I know that me personally, I needed a place to go to vent about misogyny and the patriarchy and Me Too and women in the workplace. And I didn't feel like there was a place to talk about that. I didn't feel like there was an appropriate place to vent because everybody had an opinion and my opinion was sometimes different and whatever. So I wasn't sure if Be More Babes would be a thing. I wanted to be able to talk about current issues and women being strong and empowering other women and being there and being a sounding board and being a networking tool for women to talk about anything that they wanted to talk about, whether it be the full moon or Roseanne Barr or whatever it might be that day. It I just wanted somewhere to build a community. So that's what I did. I started the page and I followed all of my friends that I thought might think it was interesting. And it kind of just like slowly turned into this bigger thing. I still don't have a bajillion followers yet, but it's every day I gain more and every day it's more local women that are sending me messages saying that they love what I'm doing, that they're really glad that there's this place for them to go, that it's inspiring that, oh man, that was just what I needed to hear today. And those little things just kind of reinforce that I made the right choice.
1: Yeah. I, I couldn't agree w- more with you because it, it's funny. You, you talk about like the message you get from people. Cause you're almost, it almost sometimes gets frustrating. You're like, man, my message is, is not reaching enough people. It's it, or is anybody listening? Um, and when they, when they message you and they tell you that, cause some people do that to me too. Like I'll just put stuff out there and, and somebody will message me back and be like, yeah, that, that was awesome. Like that. And I, I'm like, wow. Okay, cool. Well, then right. I got to keep going.
2: People want to hear what right, you have to say. You right. just have to say it. Yeah.
1: And 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 so I think that's one of the, one of the interesting things is that we, and, and and especially about what you're doing is, is, is we will talk about what everyone is thinking, but they don't talk about it. And when you give them a platform, even if they don't comment on it, even if they don't engage, they can pr- engage privately with you and let you know, hey, look, what you're saying is resonating for with sure. you and it's important. So um, and even
2: if it just plants that seed for them to eventually come out of their shell to have that conversation or to eventually be validated in whatever it was that they felt connected to, like even just that alone is is awesome.
1: So is be more babes. I know it's, I know it's, it's got a a pretty massive Instagram following. I know that you do some uh, Instagram takeovers, which I'm I'm a huge fan of. I think it's awesome that you give the profile. And that's one of the cool things is that you're, you're not really just taking it on for yourself. You're actually giving the profile to other women that are in business for themselves and letting them contribute to the page, which is, is I think kind of just resonates from a standpoint of that's really what the page is about it's about a community
2: that's what it's about i want to build a community i want to build a place for women to come and feel comfortable and talk about their business and what their business can do for your business and how can we collaborate and check me out i'm doing this really cool thing and i think you'd like it like there's moms and girl bosses and all different types of women involved in be more babes and i feel like we had a restaurant takeover, we Uh had an organizing takeover, we had a fitness takeover, we've had a photographer takeover, we've had so many different types of people take over. And I have so many more lined up that I just think it's really awesome, because every different person can kind of see what every other person is doing. And I feel like for a really long time, it was almost like cool to bash other women Yeah, like I feel like for a long time chicks were like oh I don't have any friends that are girls and that was like a power move like when I was in high school the girls that hung out with all the guys they were the cool girls right Right. I hate that Why aren't we empowering each other? Why aren't we helping each other? And what we're doing is really cool. And I think that we would all really love it if we just took the time to put our guards down and accept that not everybody's a threat. So that's kind of what it's about too—just like equality, empowerment, spreading the word, networking, just all of the things. I want everybody to be successful,
1: and I feel the exact same way. And and you know, I I'm a very competitive person. Me too. By by just by nature, it's just how it is. But. I realized something a long time ago, dude, there is enough out there for everybody. You know what I mean? So there's really no reason to like hold other people back. I've just never, I've never, you know, that's something I had to teach myself. That was more of a self-awareness thing from a standpoint of like, you know, my, my goal was to, once I had my target on my competition, then my goal was to crush you out. Right. Yeah. You know that. Um, And really what it came down to is that instead of, instead of going to that competition and saying, what can we do together right. to make something better? Absolutely. You know, and that's something that I've learned as I've grown older, even in the last five years, you know, that's something that I've, I've learned. So I know major, your major foothold is on Instagram is Be More Babes. Is it anywhere else? Have you cast that wide net yet? Or you just stick, is Instagram the platform?
2: Personally? Because I know that
1: it seems to me like Instagram is your favorite platform. Yeah, right? I was
2: just going to say, Instagram okay. is my favorite platform. I feel like you get the most interaction. You get the most insights. You get the most genuine conversations on Instagram. I feel like Facebook has kind of evolved into this business place where you go and you want to learn about what happens with your family or what the special is at your favorite restaurant. And that's just kind of what Facebook is now. More of awareness. Yeah, I feel like right now, Be More Babes is going to stay on Instagram. I'm working on building a website for myself, which will incorporate the Be More Babes blog. There will be be a section on my website um, dedicated to Be More Babes. And I hope to do some write-ups about some cool stuff like uh, there was a, a woman on Be More Babes who said that she's leaving her job on the East Coast. She's been so successful. She's leaving behind relationships and houses and all of these things to go be successful on the West Coast. And she said that Be More Babes was just like really influential for her and helping her do that. So I'm going to have her write a piece. That'll probably be on there. Um, I just, you know, things that are relatable, things that will maybe inspire you, maybe a healthy recipe or two, because I like the bun food, but Yeah, because that's the thing is you're,
1: <laughs> so you're, you know, you've got Be More Babes, but like you also kind of are a personal brand, you know, within yourself. Like, you know, I, obviously, you know, you and I talk on Instagram all the time like
0: that. And, and it's funny
1: because- Instagram's I would say my favorite platform, but we interact on Instagram when we could literally we have each other's phone number. Right, we could text each other. It's just
2: easier because yeah. when you're on there, you see it, you right. think about it. Why would you go to a different app when
1: you're right there? Right, right, and and that, and you know, so so we communicate via via Instagram, and you know, your personal Instagram is 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 really interesting too. You know what I mean? So like even within your stories, you know, and and I did a shot call probably. I don't know it was probably like 2 3 months ago where I was I was I'm pretty much dead set on the fact that stories is going to replace feeds in Facebook and Instagram. I truly believe that because I feel like more people interact within stories than they do within the news feed. But I watch your news feeds all the time and they're great because they're so they they vary from interest, right? So You may be talking about what you're doing in business that day and you're kind of taking people through your day, which I really like that. I enjoy that taking take me through your day kind of thing. But then towards the evening, you know, it seems like maybe when Josh gets home or whatever, then you kind of incorporate Josh as as the the comedic character in your story. Right. (laughs) You know, you always catch him off guard. And then and then you talk about, hey, this is what I'm, I'm making. This I'm making this meal and this is how you do it. And then you run through it. So there's all these cool little different things that you can, you can learn from your profile. And I, those are the profiles that I find the most interesting that it's not focused on just one niche. It's all these multiple things. Basically you're taking what you're passionate about and you're consolidating it into one profile and anybody that's interested in any of those variables can follow you. Right. And they might even learn something new. Right. So,
2: I'm going to try this new thing where I post a healthy recipe for sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if you follow me, you see that I'm constantly making juices or smoothies mm-hmm. or bowls or three ingredient gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free, yeah. blah blah blah, whatever. Um, and I get a lot of messages about it whenever I do it. So, I've just decided that I'm going to embrace it and kind of put myself out there and see how it goes. So, I am going to incorporate that in. I didn't plan on myself becoming a blog. I didn't plan on myself becoming um whatever it is, right. an entrepreneur, business owner, none of these things. If you would have asked me five years ago what I was going to be doing, I would have had no idea. No, yeah, this was it. right. But it's just, it's really cool because here we are. And I just want to be able to kind of showcase I'm a person, I'm a human being, I'm living life every day. I try to just be positive and healthy yep. and successful. And I just, I want to share that with as many people as I can.
1: So what is it like, this is kind of, an before I even get to the other point, what is it like being a business owner now? Because you you now own, I, I don't even know if it's part, but you. I know you manage, but I know you own Smoke. Yeah. Which is?
2: I'm a partner in Smoke with, uh, with Josh. What, with Josh? Who is my partner in life. So, so we jo-
1: are- Josh was on the Food Network. Josh yeah. is a big deal. He is. You're now a big deal <laughs> from a standpoint of, if you guys have not followed, Instagram uh, followed smoke on Instagram I implore you to do it because it is so entertaining at
2: Hickory smoked goodness
1: there you go plug plug <laughs> um but smoke was smoke was was highlighted on on the food network years ago I got to I literally got to watch it birth uh which it, and it literally the first location was was right you know so I, I could throw a rock at it from our office and I got to watch it I was I think I was one of the first people to walk in and buy something I
2: think you were I
1: know and, and I've been, and I, I've been a huge supporter of it because I truly believe it is such a cool brand, but what is it like now being a part and owning your own business and dealing with the day-to-day business stuff?
2: Nobody you, cares as much as I do. Yeah. And see, <laughs> I tried
1: and see, here's the thing, guys. I tried to relate. I tried to, to explain this to this, this my young, my, my young child you know, a couple of years ago, and she, you know, she's a little punk rock, and so am I. But in the real, she some and sometimes you don't get it. Until, you don't like get you it sit in the do. boss's no, seat.
2: absolutely, you have to just. You and I are similar in the sense. Oh, sorry, okay. Mike, hit. I'm clumsy. Okay. Um, We're similar in the sense that like, you have to just learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. I'm a very stubborn person. I have to learn everything the hard way. And even Josh and I have been together for a long time, but before I was a partner in smoke, he would come home and he would be so concerned about this or that or this or that, and whether it was – Whatever it was, and I just I would be worried, and I would be consoling, but like I I didn't. But you couldn't do something about it. I didn't understand completely. There was nothing that I could do, so I was more of just a support role for about a year and a half. And now I nobody cares as much as we do. I care. I love smoke so much. Like it's my number one passion. There's nothing that I wouldn't do for it. I have left my apartment at 11 o'clock at night on a Tuesday to go make sure that the smokers turned off so That's that right. way we can go to sleep. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's hard and it's challenging, and I learn something new every day, but it's the most rewarding, amazing experience yeah. that I've had in life so far.
1: Let me ask you a question What is it like working with your spouse every day?
2: It's awesome because we don't work. Next to each okay. other. Like I am in the office or I am at home at my home office and he's at the shop. Every okay. Day. Okay. So we're not like on top of each other. We're you. not whatever. Um, we have a code word for work. Um, so at night when we're at home and one of us is just like ready to shut off, we say no more tuna fish sandwiches. And Great. we just, we stop talking about work and then it's just him and I, and we just, or if, it's 11 o'clock at night and I think of something and I'm like, Oh shit, I don't want to stress him out, but I just thought of this thing that we forgot about. I'll be like, I know that you don't want to talk about tuna fish sandwiches, but real quick, I just need you to be on this page with me okay. and it works really well. Wow. It works really well. We don't let it consume us. We don't let it be our whole entire lives, even though it kind of is. Yeah. We, we, do, we try to make sure that we make time for, for just, us. we should title so,
1: this, this episode, no more tuna fish. <laughs> and I think I actually might, because you know, that's a, that is a great, Tidbit for any couples out there that, that work together or even that they don't work together and they're home because I know for me it's very difficult for me to turn you know that yeah it's diff- very difficult it's for hard. me to turn the business off I, I really can't do it Josh
2: is has a hard time with it too. yeah
1: and I mean I think I think all successful people that are very passionate about what they do I think it's very difficult for them to turn it off absolutely um, it's also
2: very important to turn it off yeah though, because if you don't turn it off then you let it consume you and you don't sleep and you drive yourself crazy and yeah. And it's, it's just not healthy that way. So this way it gives you a chance to unwind. It gives you a chance to relax. It gives you a chance to have fun a little bit for the day.
1: So the other thing is you guys take one day off a week, right? That you just spend together.
2: Yes. Every week, Monday, it doesn't matter what is happening, whether we have to come to smoke or go to Home Depot, or even if it's going to the MVA, like Mondays are our days. We don't do anything else, but hang out with each other on Monday. No matter what.
1: Do you think that that is a uh, component to the success of your relationship together? Absolutely. You have
2: to make time for each other. You have to make time for one another. You have to be on the same page. So I think that we're both really on the same page with what we need from each other and what we expect from each other. And it's just, I don't know. I love it. I, I love it. I think it's awesome. So,
1: okay. So these are all, these are all great tidbits for people that are couples. Tell me, tell me a little bit about smoke. So we, we know that smoke kind of birthed from Josh, yes, right?
2: It's all Josh. It's all Josh. Yes. It's all
1: Josh. Yeah. Right? yeah. We know that. And then, um, he was, he was on, uh, it was a restaurant startup, right? On the food network. He was yeah. on there. I, he, he didn't win. No. Right. Which is hilarious.
2: I haven't because he should. I
1: saw. John. I saw the episode, and he should have won. We all know that. But it is what it is. It is what it is.
2: But then they, they set those things up. Yeah, for the record. But
1: then the guy goes anyway. Like I mean, it just fits his personality. Just screw it, doing it anyway. Opens it off.
2: Can I say that? But yeah, yeah. You know,
1: it's this is an explicit fucking podcast, so you can you can cost all you want. Yeah. The, um, that does it anyway, does, um, launches the locate and then opens a second location. Once you inject yourself into the business, which really kind of, which really kind of energized the business. It seemed like to me, it, it it like took it up like another notch. And so now you guys have a second location. Is there a third location?
2: I mean, we want to take over the world. Okay. Okay. That's what I, okay. So is there, okay. That's (laughs) what I was thinking because.
1: If you guys haven't eaten it, smoke, and you know, I'm not, I'm not using this from a standpoint to blow her up, but if you guys haven't eaten it, smoke, it is very, it's a very artistic, in my eyes, it it is taking barbecue and it is pu- putting it into a completely different level, and it's become very artistic, and it's almost like you can see Josh in in the kind of person that he is. As the food, it's very interesting, and there's So we talked about a couple of sandwiches that are the favorite. Yours is the, the boss, the dog, which is like it's kind of like the it's, it's, the, it's like a super sandwich. here. It's a it's signature, signature like the sandwich. One, you yep, it got
2: all the things.
1: Now my fa- now the one I'm a fan of, which if it's a cheat day for me, which are few and far between, it is what it is. <laughs> the pig mac.
2: It's the, a feature,
1: the feature sandwich, yeah. which it's not always out, right? No. Is that right? So yeah, you have to wait until you basically have to follow you on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is, and wait for it to just appear, absolutely. and then you got to come get it. Yep. This thing is is uh, based based on an outline of the Big Mac, but is something completely different.
2: Absolutely, it's something completely. Can you different. can you
1: please explain, and then we'll get into the like business stuff, <laughs> but. Explain to me what the pig mac is. It describe it, if you will. So
2: the pig mac is be detailed. It's chicken fried mac and cheese patties that yes. are like an inch thick. I'm closing my eyes. Smacked in between two piles of smoked pork that's just like Baltimore's best pork. Real smoke with it's the with just, the line around. it. It's in. so perfect. Keep going. Yeah. So then on top of that, you'll find Josh's killer bacon, which is yeah. just ridiculous, with um. Pig mac sauce. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like big mac sauce, but it's pig mac sauce. And then we use local Cunningham's rolls that are lightly toasted and buttery. Look at you
1: shout out to Cunningham's. Big-
2: <laughs> Love it.
1: The mac and cheese to me
2: yeah, is it's, interesting. It's ridiculous.
1: That The mac and cheese is unbelievable. Anytime that I ever went and got sides, I would always get the mac and it's cheese. you have to do. But then you put it on a freaking sandwich.
2: Oh, yeah. We went there. You did that <laughs> If you're
1: gonna to go to smoke, make sure that you follow them because if the pig mac makes an appearance, and we never know when it's gonna make I'll its appearance. A pro tip: it's
2: usually on Saturday.
1: Okay, there you go. Saturdays <laughs> is when you can get the pig mac. So just get it on Saturdays. But the boss dog. If you if you don't know where to start when you go into smoke, if you if you've never been there before, start with the ball's dog and then work your way uh, down the menu. And that's really what you should be doing with that. With this type of restaurant, you should be getting in there and trying everything. Don't just you know. Uh, uh, focus on that one sandwich, really try everything. Cause you're going to find that, that, uh, J- Josh's, uh, designs. And that's really, yeah, I look at it. American
2: barbecue yeah. Sauce. I, I, and, and I
1: really look at it from it. he, the guy's an artist. I mean, he's designing cuisine. Absolutely. He's not, he's not, uh, he's not really truly making this. He's designing it. And that's what I find uh, interesting. So, you know, an, enough of, uh, us, uh, massaging Josh's ego. I do. Stop and me. his shirt, that he wore out for the day. I, I got to find out where that shirt, because I really love that shirt and actually commented it, and I think he gave me a nice little heart emoji um during that comment. She so. doesn't want
2: you to know where it's from, because it's still available.
1: If I know him.
0: I'm, you know I, me. Yeah.
1: You got that shirt for him, I bet. I did. And it might. Is, is it Nordstrom?
0: It God,
2: is. I knew it.
1: God, I'm good.
2: God, I am predictable.
1: Now, I'm going to go buy the shirt, and I'm going to take a picture and send it to you. No, I'm just joking.
0: Twins.
1: I know. Twins is. Tw- so, um, okay, good. So real quick, you know, getting to the reputation management side of it, because we have to talk about reputation management. You used to protect restaurants when I you worked did. for us. You did a great job of it. You, you successfully uh, got reviews removed um, with, 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 you know, while we were working together. Now you're on the other side. So you went from protecting restaurants against negative reviews and, and, and you know, this malicious slander that people can then put on about, about, about restaurants. You've now, you're now on the other side. You're the owner. You're, you're now behind it. Uh, how has your opinion or your view changed? Is it still pretty much the same or what's your, what's your,
2: it's much harder to be, um, level when it's your business and Mm -hmm. you care and you know, all the things that are in and out and you Mm -hmm. just, you hear a complaint and you just like want to call and like scream at somebody, right? but you can't do that. So, um, it's definitely been interesting. We don't get a lot of ad reviews, which is really lucky. You don't, I agree. No, no, yeah. It's very few and far between. And to be completely honest, we're so um, open on social media yes. and people feel like they can really reach out to us. So nine times out of ten, it doesn't end up on a platform, on a review They'll site. message you privately. They'll message us privately. Yeah, yeah like um, I get tech, personal text messages, Josh gets personal text sure. messages. Very few and far between, but when it does happen, you know what I mean? Like, we have friends that quality control, too, that come right. in all the time and they'll let us know, like, hey, everything was really awesome or hey this sandwich gonna be a little bit, you know whatever but you know what I mean I would much prefer that than have it sure. be on Yelp but um, on Yelp it's always best to kill them with kindness I always try to smooth out whatever the issue was um, when I was working here it was always just kill them with kindness like yep. Yep. you know no matter what the issue is whether you have to reach out to somebody at the business or message the person personally um, you know it's people like to be acknowledged right. at the end of the day. So like, as long as you acknowledge someone and kind of validate what their, their woe is um, usually that will solve the issue. Yeah. Uh, I will admit that I have um, replaced things for people. I will kind of kind of try to make it better for somebody. If it goes to that extent, I also help a couple of our friends with their social media. Right. So um, if anything ever happens with them with a complaint, I always, always try to take care of it.
1: Yeah. And so here, like, so. You, you know, the, you know, the formula to be able to solve these issues yeah. that occur. And so, right. yeah, cause I always found it interesting. It was like, you were going, now you're going, you were going to the other side basically. And, but having the knowledge of how to handle these situations, right. I feel like that's really super valuable.
2: Absolutely. Right. It's like beyond value.
1: And you've probably been able to educate some of these other people, right? Yeah. Like, sure. which is cool. And, and, and so, um, you know, it, I, I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear your opinion. I, we didn't even talk about that beforehand. I wanted to hear your, your real true, honest opinion about that because um, I don't think I've really met anybody that's gone from the reputation management side for businesses and then gone and done their own business B2C. And then had to deal with it, yeah. and so it was cu- kind of cool to see that. So um,
2: the biggest thing I would say is it, it's just hard to remain in the middle when you hear something yeah. that's negative. So like
1: I used to tell you, right? These their emotional heartstrings get pulled on, yeah. which is that would ha- which that's, is that's why that's what where you
2: enter, you yeah, know what I right. Mean?
1: And then you know, first thing you got to do is you have to validate that. Well, that, but you have to go to Josh and calm Josh down, right? Probably have to calm him down a little god bit if he doesn't Josh. even see it, right? No, Smart. No,
2: no.
1: And then you handle the situation, right? But I mean, that—that's one of the other things is that what we always found, and what I thought was interesting is that most people don't respond to their reviews, and I never understood not responding to the positives. I never understood somebody leaving a good review well, for you and then sometimes not, it not gets validating mundane. it. Like okay. if you
2: sit there and there's a hundred, oh my god, dinner was so amazing, yeah. How many different ways, different times, can you say thank you? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Because there really are only so many ways. Yeah, and there really are only so many compliments. Yeah. So, as an outsider looking at that, if all of them just say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, it's like, yeah, I don't like that. Nothing. I would rather, like, for instance, I will just love. Sometimes I like that. Say I won't necessarily respond, but I will react, which is it gives them a notification so that all it's yes. not like liking and leaving. A you're letting there. them know that you, saw it, know that you saw it. You're letting them know that you saw it. You loved it. It was awesome. It meant something to you, but you're not blowing smoke up their ass by saying, "Oh my god, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you." i mean so it's. i just feel like it's more genuine sometimes not to say that you shouldn't respond right because there are times and places for responses you're
1: still interacting though regardless you're engaging yeah yeah i you know john mendakis and i were talking john owns jimmy's famous seafood we were talking and we thought it would be really cool to just start responding to reviews with just emojis that's cool like if they leave a negative review you leave a poop emoji
2: Okay, so that's probably not the best way to do it. It was
1: just us kind of messing around. But I
2: left a poop emoji for my like negative review. I would be so mad. I know.
1: But we were thinking about that because it's you know as 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 we continue to uh, as the and I talk about the ten year old plan, right? I was talking about the ten year old plan the other day. As the twenty year olds become thirty year olds in the next ten years, you need to you need to evolve your business. Uh, I truly believe that we will really start communicating via emoji uh more than than text well
0: and we kind of
2: already do and yeah. i read an article earlier this week that said that we can expect that gifs are going to take over oh, our yeah. instagram feed i mean they already are in our stories yeah. so i'm just waiting like the other day i saw one incorporated into an instagram post like it was just a picture but somebody put the gif on it and then saved it and then uploaded that it was really cool because it was a picture but it was moving and it yeah. wasn't too much, it was like just enough. So I'm inspired. I'm gonna check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's gifs like kind of evolving. So I would say that I would be more apt to accepting a GIF response.
1: Yes. GIF response. We, were <laughs> we were devastated. We were devastated. Oh, Remember? So, sad. so we, we were so both sad. so hope and I were super excited that Instagram had had uh you started yes. started to bring in GIFs, gifs, whatever you want to call them.
2: I was gonna ask you.
1: It's whatever. I don't I don't, I don't think care. it matters. Yeah, and, and and they had brought it into Instagram, you know. Immediately, I told Hope um, or whatever. I think we just both told you "Like, oh my god, did oh you my see god, this?" Yeah. What happened? Yeah. And so we did it, and then we started using it, and we were crushing it. And then all of a sudden, next day, it was gone. And we away. thought, right, they took it away because of the the situation. Someone
2: had... made a racist yes. gif because Jiffy G I P H Y yes. is a public platform Correct. that anyone can upload yes. gifs to, and they had to shut it down in order to figure out a way to moderate what is uploaded to their platform because racist pricks suck. Yeah. So and it looks like it they, and they fixed the and situation. Fix so Great. now they have a filter to figure right. out what, or I guess to just filtrate, like yeah. what goes um, on their, on their platform. So it's
0: exciting. It's I'm so excited. Because whenever,
1: whenever I post stuff about you, I always use the Godzilla emoji or a GIF or GIF.
2: Hope-Zilla, whatever because the Godzilla thing i'm a <laughs> gigantic
1: fan of that and we were just talking about some stuff and i've always thought that your looker should be like a godzilla body with your face on <laughs> like, in cartoon form again it, it you're a powerful woman who enjoys winning and that is something that to me is uh lacking and or rare nowadays uh even in guys is lacking or rare I mean it's just not something you see before oh, anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah. And you can say that, right? Like, well, but I mean I am a millennial. You're a millennial. I can say that. And so see, that and, and and I was talking about this the other day too. A lot of people shit on that millennial generation. I, I don't think it's sh- 50-50. I do too. And here's the and here's the reason why. Because a lot of people shit on my generation, and there were some good people to come out of that. And so I think it's more of a people situation where it's just like With when you're young, you don't know. So, and you, and you really don't realize maybe sometimes, you know, uh, uh, what your passion is. I think these, I think these kids are very intelligent I think mm-hmm. they're very smart yeah. and they're very opinionated from the standpoint of they know what they want and what they don't want and they're not going to compromise to no. that and that's okay. And so
2: like, I think I, that with millennials, it's really interesting because there's so many of them that are so successful mm-hmm. and intelligent and hustle based and all of those things. And there's equal amounts of millennials that you see that do still live at mm-hmm. home with their parents and blah, blah, blah. And I think that it's 50, 50, your generation babying these millennials yes. to believe that they don't have to work. I work hard, so you don't have to. And yes. that was kind of your mentality. Sure. Your parents worked hard so that way you could have everything. You right. want to work hard so your kids have everything. Yep. And in, in a way that kind of can spoil someone, yes. I guess. In the same vein, it can inspire people who have hardworking parents yep. like you. Like you say that's that's your why. You yeah, you work right. hard to inspire your kids. So that'll probably work out differently for you because yeah. you don't hand it to them, you show that's them. Correct. You show them the hustle, you show them the work, you tell them what And I make them work. You but, know that. But at the same time, you also are giving them things sure. that you didn't have when yeah. you were a kid. And so I think that that's like the line with the millennials kind of and from your generation like where the split happens. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So don't give all them a bad name (laughs) yeah i know and i agree with
1: that i agree you know what i mean like i put my arms around the ones um that i feel are 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 out there busting their ass and kicking ass and taking names and there's a lot there is and uh, you know, I put my arms around those, and I want them to. I want them to. You know, I want to push them up because eventually I'm going to have to ask them for a job.
2: It's our generation now, <laughs> that's changing the world right now. Yeah, yeah and eventually you we're know I mean, going to. Eventually,
1: I'm going to be a dinosaur, and I'm going to have to go to one of these kids and be like, "Yeah, yeah I need a job." So don't well,
2: don't shit on them too much, TC. Yeah, I had a really
1: good podcast a long time ago. Long podcast. What's what that? a podcast? Right. Right.
2: So, um, how do
1: you, how do you and, and so how? Let me get into this actually first. Give me some, because you're really good at social media. Like I've always thought, and, and with social media, I feel like social media is fingerprinted, like a human, I can tell when someone changes something, uh, it's really interesting like, and I, and I'm going to post something actually today. You're going to see a fingerprint post for me. And it really is true because social media is like a fingerprint. You can tell everyone has a, a different way of doing yeah, it. Yeah. I can see some difference in smoke.
2: Like you can tell when it's me and when it's Josh. Right. <laughs>
1: However, I want some, I, we need to give some of these people some some tips and tricks. Okay. Now, you know, I got some, I want to know some of yours to help. Maybe some of the younger listeners that are on there that are trying to go out and do the same things that you're doing right now, or even some of the older listeners that are listening that are trying to change it up, do something different within their social media platforms. Give me some, t- give me three tips of And I know Instagram's your platform, so we can stick to Instagram if you want. Sure. Um, give me three Instagram tips that work well for you.
2: Um, so the first thing I would say would be consistency. Okay. Like, people, you can't... Consistency. I'm I mean, putting you put on the spot, job. but it is No, that's okay. So when you look at my page, everything in some sort of kind of roundabout way ties into my business. So whether that's the filter that I use because there's two filters that I use. And if you look at my page, it's all pretty much consistent, consistent. Right. When you come to my page, you kind of know what it's going to look like. You know what it's going to feel like, you know what it's going to tie into. Mm -hmm. You kind of know what to expect. And that's kind of what people are looking for. They want it to be different, but they want to know what to expect from you. So be consistent. Like if you're going to post just food pics, That's probably what people are going to expect from you. Sure, You know what I mean? For example, Josh has a lot of followers on his personal page. When he posts pictures that aren't of food, that's not really what people want to see. So he doesn't get 500 likes like he usually does. Um, Same thing for me. When I post something that is about my cat. I get less likes than I do when it's something that's motivational or business driven or health related. Right. So just stay consistent. I'm not saying don't change your filter. I'm not saying don't post anything different. I'm just saying, just you know, stay have consistent. A, have a vibe. Right. Have a vibe. Have a feel. Be consistent. Okay,
1: I like that one too.
2: Um, hashtags are so important. Love it. Um, on Instagram and Twitter. On Instagram and Twitter. Um, what's your What's your
1: take on uh, hashtags on Facebook?
2: I think they're stupid. Okay, thank you. And
1: that's all I needed to hear. I don't need to know the reasoning, but keep going. So hashtags important, Twitter. Have you
2: ever clicked on a hashtag on Twitter? No. That, you, you that, know, that, Facebook? Or no. on Facebook? No, that's, but I still see it and it drives me That's worse. That's my end of case. Yeah, I got it. Uh, anyway, so two hashtags are so important. Um, find out what your local hashtags are that are really pertinent to you. So whether that's like typing in smoke a hundred different times with a hundred different words in it in the Instagram search key. Um, and find looking at the number, because it tells you. If you type in hashtag todd collins it'll tell you how many times hashtag todd collins has been used so find out what those most used hashtags are because those are probably the ones that people are looking at the most. Right. and try to incorporate those into your regular i have a couple notes on my phone of different hashtags for different things like i have like a health food set of 30 hashtags i have a girl boss set now of do 30 you save hashtags. those
1: hashtags and then copy and paste them because this is what I do, and this is not, not to interject with you, but I have my so I'll take hashtags that I find and I'll add them in my notes on my phone, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I have and then I'll go it. back yep. when I post
2: and copy,
1: copy and it and paste it. Because yep. a lot of people will literally just type out their hashtags, guys. Oh,
2: now that's such a pain. Yeah, yeah. So make a note, copy and paste it. That's the easiest. Put it in, so, in your it notes in. and then copy and paste it. That way it's consistent, and you don't have to be like, oh shit I forgot hashtag visit be more right you know what I mean like right that's a big one yeah pro tip you know what there I mean I always hashtag oh I'm adding that more. one in
1: thank you yeah always. there you go that's it so here that was tip two: use your hashtags, so your consistency hashtags in Instagram and Twitter make sure that you're building building out finding the ones that are relevant to your business or relevant to the people that are following you or where you who you want to be seen by and use those hashtags and then number three tip, social media tip. Take
2: advantage of the stories. If you're not taking advantage of the stories, you're not taking advantage of the, plat- advantage of the platform. I think that um, we discussed last year about how we thought the video was going to take over social media. And we were right. And we were right, but in a different way. Yes. Like, we initially thought the video was going to be, like, the main thing that you posted on yep. your feed and you had it in your Instagram. Yeah. If I see a video in my feed, it better be hilarious or yes. I don't want to watch it. Right. But – same thing, if I look at my stories, like, I want to see those videos. I want to see what you're doing. I want to see, like, something cool or something funny or whatever it is. Like, I love the video on the stories. It makes it more personable. It makes it easier to connect. And, like, Instagram's weird because, like, you meet people and you know people and you connect with people that you maybe don't know. So you feel like you know that. Yes. Like, you build a relationship with people. Like, I had a meeting with a friend who works at a dermatology place, and she asked me for some social media tips. And she, we hadn't seen each other in years. Right. I mean, we're, we're, not, we're more acquaintances, I would sure. say. Sure. And she was like, I feel like I know you, like, I feel like I know so much about your life. I know what kind of car you drive. I know where you live. I not, not like a creepy, way, but she was like, I just feel like I know so much about you. Like I feel so comfortable sitting here face to face talking with you, even just based off of Instagram, because I feel like I know you so well.
1: So, so from that standpoint, that would take me back to the question you said, you know, obviously stories are important. So start, start posting in your stories. Do you spend more time in stories than you do in the newsfeed? Like
0: define more time. So do you, I spend so all the time, you, time yeah, there. I know. <laughs>
2: no, I
1: know. And because I know
2: Instagram is your platform.
1: Do you, when you're in inside Instagram, do you spend more time in Instagram stories and falling down an Instagram story hole than you do going through the, the no. actual newsfeed?
2: No, no, I would say it's 50-50. Okay. 50-50. Okay. I was a because sometimes I pop on my phone and I don't feel like looking through my feed and I'll watch four or five stories and be done. And sometimes I'm like, <sighs> okay, with stories and all I want to do, do is you, just scroll through the feed. Here's, so. here's
1: the, the follow-up question to that. Do you post more in your stories than you do on your
2: Instagram feed? If I posted as much point. on my Instagram feed as I do on my stories, people would unfollow me. So <laughs>
1: yeah, right. So you definitely, yeah, your stories more, Yeah, no, for right?
2: sure. Yeah, yeah. I try to post once a day on my feed. I feel like once a day is a really good number. If you're doing something cool, if it's something fun, if it's something different, if it's something that's like, you could post twice a day. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't post any more than twice a day, and only if it was something worthy. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's a lie. I saw, like, a couple weeks ago that Beyonce posted three pictures in a row, and I was like, oh, shit, if Beyonce is doing it, I'm going to do it right. too. So I posted three pictures, and then she didn't do it again. So I see, like, no, I love I'm that, see. though. <laughs> I, I, I love that you're looking at
1: people and watching what they're doing. And then you know that they're successful and then you're following in suit what they do. So you say too. I say post as much as you fucking want. If you feel it's relevant and you want to tell people about it, you should post as much as you want. I don't know if there's necessarily a a, a correct number, but and but that's just my opinion, right? Um, I spend a lot of time in stories. I enjoy watching Holly stories. Yeah, I Holly stories you know, Holly. Holly's another one. You know, eventually we should have her on too. At Maybe Holly you, B.
2: Murphy. Yeah,
1: there you go. Um, we, we should probably have you and Holly together, but Woo-hoo! that would be super fun. Yeah. But, but you know what her story, she puts a lot of time into her story. Yeah, she's and, taught
2: me a lot about yeah, how to use stories. Yeah, if she, you're not utilizing, uh, Photoshop and outside sources right? to into your stories, then you're like late.
1: Yeah. You're way late. <laughs> yeah. So here's the one, here's, here's a tidbit that I, I, I would love to give people. I know you already know this is do not under any circumstances sleep on
2: Pinterest. Oh, I love Pinterest.
1: Pinterest, Pinterest, gift, Pinterest. Gif, Pinterest. Gif, whatever you're you saying. Are you
2: interested?
1: I am. I'm probably one of the only guys that does. That's not true. Josh I, has a Pinterest. I think. I think it is an amazing platform, and it's got great t- content that you can use within your stories that can create engagement. Absolutely, Holly taught me that. Yeah, where she, where you're creating engagement by ask, by either talking about yourself and giving people information about yourself, and then in turn asking them questions, which is why I like polls and stories.
2: Love polls, but I, polls and but I stories.
1: find this very interesting because I think, I think I. Clicked incorrectly on your poll one time, and I actually sent your message. Was like, "Dude, sorry, I meant
2: to click the cat's cute, not not cute." But whatever it was. I can I add it, another tip? And yeah, can I interrupt you? Yeah. I don't ever give people a negative option on polls. Like I don't I give don't, I don't, them an no. option to say really? that they don't like something because, or most of the time, like I want it to be positive always. And yeah. I always want to have positivity cool. drawn towards my story. So like, I posted something about soft shell crabs last week. Yeah. And I was like, OMG, 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 or smoke soft shell crabs ftw fuck the world you know what i mean like yes, i didn't I give that. them an option to say that they didn't like soft shell crabs or no or yeah or anything yeah. like that like positive only because it's the best and that's you want, an interesting you take. want people to know it's the best so don't let them think that there's even the slightest possibility that it's not
1: love that what i find interesting is sometimes when you put up polls the people see this but then they don't vote why is that
2: um, I think that some people like to be ghost users. Okay. I think that some people just don't give a fuck. Do
1: they realize that they're not ghosted because you can see them in their stories? I don't know
2: if everybody knows that.
1: Because I tell people that I can tell, I can see them not voting and that drives me like, bananas. I had
2: an employee. I, you voted post, post. I posted something about how we're going to stay open later. And I had an employee vote that he, like, wasn't super stoked about it. And I'm like, bruh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can see that, right? You moron. Like, you're closing yeah. line cooked for the rest oh, of the dude. week. <laughs>
1: Busted. Busted. Okay. So let me ask you a question. This we'll, And, we'll, and we'll, we'll end with a couple other things talking about you. But I, I want to talk about how how did, how, just, because I'm getting a lot of this from a lot of people right now. So how did how did I support you? I mean,
2: this was my, this was my, like, launch pad.
1: I'm just curious.
2: Like I had always worked in marketing and social media before here, but here was where I feel like I really got comfortable and like flourished. Like I felt like I was surrounded by a bunch of creative people who I could bounce ideas off of and learn things from. And like Holly, we talked about, yeah. and you, and your Mike, Nikki, and um, who else was here? And Todd and else I can't even think
1: of anyone else well I but mean it's, it does the, really, impacted matter it you. was
2: important people that impacted me and Adam and everybody just it was so nice to get to be able to work with a photographer and a blogger and a tech person and just uh, so many different people that had so many different expertise in so many different things mm-hmm. and I just feel like I like it all up yeah <laughs> like I wanted to learn it all and I did and it was just so exciting like I fell in love with social media yeah like I can honestly say that like I don't know I just this was my launchpad for sure it definitely was I love hearing that me.
1: that that makes me happy and what what is what I love from it is being able to watch you and and Holly and and some other people that 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 have ventured out on their own, Eric, perfect example, and to watch you guys flourish and become successful, that to me is super, that inspires me. It means you're doing something too. right too. Exactly. Maybe I just picked the right people and I, and I gave them a place to hone their skills and then to watch them succeed it to me is the super, it's just you super want to be exciting. A
2: successful blogger in Baltimore, come work for restaurant reputation, blogger, social media <laughs> market
1: or whatever it is. And, and actually I'm not accepting applications any longer. I, I don't think I can beat my team either, awesome. e- either the people that we had, you know, that, you know, and we all still work together in, in some form or another, but it, it's, it, it's just interesting. So, Give me the accounts that people can follow you on. uh, Name Um, those all.
2: So you can follow. We already said at Hickory Smoke Goodness. That's going to be Josh and all of the food things. My personal page is at Hopezilla with three L's because I'm different, not basic. And that's not (laughs) going to change, right? No, that's not going to change. I I thought about it and I toyed with it, but I think I'm going to leave it as it stands. Um, And then you can follow at BeMore.Babes. That's going to be like the motivational female empowerment page. Platform for women entrepreneurs and business owners, and all of the different types of women in Baltimore to connect and network. So.
1: I highly recommend that you follow that page. Um, you guys will will meet some very interesting people on that. Your website's launching soon. Is yeah, that correct?
2: Yeah, I'm excited. It's not available yet. It's not available. Can you yet. tell us
1: what what the site is or what it will be named? So. Because other people that hear this podcast, it'll probably be Honestly, done. Honestly,
2: like I've had so many different ideas, I can't decide. Like, is I... it possible?
1: HopeZilla.com is available. Yeah,
2: I don't know. All right,
1: well, I'm gonna go to GoDaddy and buy mm. it and then sell it, <laughs>
2: it. I won't do that. Sell it to me for one yeah. dollar. One dollar. One dollar.
1: Eighty thousand dollars. For... Got some I, smoking. I I'm gonna the buy
2: simple, simply social hope. I think I like that, but it was like two grand. I was like, F yeah, that's you, the same. Go Daddy. Don't do that. Yeah, I guess because my name is like pretty.
1: Will be able so follow Hope on her Instagram pages, her social media pages, and I'm sure she's going to post a link up to her website. Yeah. I know that I think it's going to be very interesting because you, it's going to touch on so many different aspects of your personality, from being a businesswoman to uh, your passion for social media, to your passion for food, to your passion for health, and, and just all these different things. Um, Hope thank you
2: thank you for coming so on fun. the
1: podcast i my my assumption is that hope will probably have her own podcast after listening to this because i know how she is <laughs> she will listen to this and she will love it and go you know what i'm gonna do it. and i can tell you if she does do it will you run uh, your studio yeah absolutely of course and i i would hope that you have me on a trip of because course. But I I think that would be even more awe-inspiring is to to widen that net of Be More Babes and create that Be More Babes podcast where you have those women on to talk about their businesses. I think that would be- I think you're onto
2: something.
1: Yeah, I have good ideas sometimes. But (laughs) Hope, thank you so much for coming on the show. I I greatly appreciate it. Uh, Congrats on, on all the success you've had. I know that it is not over. I know that- Uh, the food network has already been back in touch with you guys. I'm sure that there are, I know that there were just articles about you in Baltimore magazine and all these other things. So I know that, uh, the smoke voyage is just, is, is, is just beginning, but I also know that the Hopezilla uh, uh, conquer the world is, is just beginning too. And that's, it's going to be an interesting ride to watch. Take that shit over
2: time. I know.
1: (laughs) Great. Thanks for having me. All right. See you buddy
0: has been a Todd Collins Official production in conjunction with Platinum Reputations. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Todd Collins official, or visit us at www.ToddCollinsOfficial.com Want to be on the show or become a sponsor? Message us on Facebook and tell us why.